Hello and happy 2021. Can you believe we made it through 2020? Oh boy, what a year. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us on How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. This is episode number one of a brand new year. And this time around, we're talking about the five tips for selling in the dead of winter. And this time, they're in the order of importance. This is How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, a podcast specifically designed to get you the highest price for your home. A step-by-step guide to making all the right moves as you move and avoid all the pitfalls that can cost you tens of thousands. Here's the host of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, global real estate advisor, Dave Johnson. Thank you so much for tuning in to How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. I'm Dave Johnson, realtor in Reno, Nevada, very close to Tahoe, very close to the California state line, actually, uh, close to the Bay Area of California. A lot of people don't know that. They think we're like two hours outside of Vegas. No, try like seven hours outside of Vegas. But uh, thanks for uh, tuning us in and Happy New Year. Certainly uh, was a crazy one to get through last year, but uh, I think we've heard about that and talked about 2020 enough let's just look ahead ah look ahead to hopefully a much more calm year but we'll see not starting out very calm that's for sure but uh, this time around we're talking about selling your house in the dead of winter because that's kind of where we're at the frozen tundra's here it's january and that means it can be uh, a little bit more difficult to sell a home in the dead of winter. So we've got the five top tips uh, for selling your house in the dead of winter. And this time around, we're going in the order of importance. So we're going to go five, four, three, two, one, with number one being the most important tip for selling your house in the winter. So here we go with number five. We'll go ahead and get it started. And by the way, I should warn you that I think some of these tips are sort of repeats from uh, the top tips of selling in the summer that I did last summer and could have even been in the fall. The fall. There's another episode about selling in the fall because it's kind of very seasonally specific. But the reason I say that is because number five is the temperature is key. What I mean by that is the temperature in your home is super important because you want to make people feel comfortable. You don't want to make them feel like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Why is the house 44 degrees? So you got to make the temperature very, uh, you know, cozy and make it uh, inviting. And I think I talked about this with the summer episode because I vividly remember I was standing in a listing with a client who was looking to buy a condo and... That, uh, her name was Robin, actually, she ended up buying a condo, but not the condo that I'm thinking of because it was like a thousand and seven degrees inside this condo, and she really was trying to talk herself out of buying this place, and and what I mean by that is, this one she probably would have purchased if she could have spent more time in it. And I know this because we discussed the living room layout. They had some weird, the tiles in um, the living room had a, a strange shape. And I explained that, oh, if you move the couch here, it, but she wasn't having it because she was literally sweating 
And I'm talking, we were both sweating. It was so hot outside, and they clearly had no air conditioner. Not the way you want to go. And it's the same in the winter, but you got to have the heat on. And no, you don't have to keep your house at 73 degrees. That's not what I'm saying. But you do need to keep it where, if if it is vacant, let's say, and you don't want to keep it at like 71 uh, like you would if you were living there, you got to keep it at least, you know, mid to, to upper 60s, let's say 67. So when people walk in, they don't immediately think, oh my God, it's so cold, I have to get out of here. That's what you're going for, is you want to make sure that if it is going to be a, a vacant home, or maybe you turn down your heat when you go to work during the day, whatever, make sure it's not a temperature where it is alarmingly cool in there, Okay pretty simple. I don't need to go into a whole lot of detail, but the temperature is very key. And I don't need to go into detail because it's very obvious what that means. Turn your thermostat up, but I think a lot of people would be shocked that that would be a factor. And it is. If you're going to, let's, let me paint the picture from a buyer's perspective. If you're going to look at uh, four homes, let's say, on a buyer's tour, and the second home you walk in is literally frigid, you don't have gloves on, and you're you're freezing, and you just want to take a, as quick a look as you can and get out. And if you are taking a quick, the quickest look you can to, and then get out, that's not going to help sell your house. So the temperature is super, super important. So make sure the temperature is comfortable for people walking in. Number four on the list of the top tips for selling in the dead of winter, back to cozy. I know, I did talk about cozy in a prior episode too, but what I mean by that is make it inviting. And whether that's, you know, laying thick blankets across the back of your couch and fluffing the pillows with with nice, you know, color accents uh, sometimes uh, people have uh, the, the the cookies that they baked right before an open house or something. All of that goes to the cozy factor, okay? And if you have a you know a uh, nicely scented candle that's not too strong, great. That ups the cozy appeal. Uh, maybe turn on a little bit of uh, soft music, ups the cozy appeal. If it's December or late 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 November, holiday music's fine. Uh, but uh, obviously after Christmas, uh, turn that Christmas music off and make, uh, you know, if you do want music on, just make it simple, light, approachable, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, you gotta make it cozy. The bottom line is, and I've talked about this a hundred times on the podcast, is you want to make sure the home is welcoming. That's the number one factor. Do I feel welcome here? Because that, if, if you have that welcome feeling, it can very much sell that home. So whatever you can come up with to increase the cozy factor, whether that's a, maybe it's a fire in the fireplace, or if you do have like a, you know, a gas fireplace that you just flick a switch, turn it on. That ups the cozy factor for sure. Obviously don't leave it on for 12 hours, but turn it on if, if it's uh, feasible. So up the cozy factor and it will help a ton when it comes to selling in the winter. Number three on the list is avoid the evergreen. And what I mean by that is, and I just alluded to it a second ago with a, a nicely uh, scented candle. Avoid the evergreen is, I, I've been in homes where that has this, I don't know whether they spray it with the, the, the artificial spray cans you can get around Christmas that has that evergreen smell, 
or if they're putting the plugins in that smell like Christmas. Oh my Lord, don't do that. Avoid the evergreen. And I'm not talking about just that scent. I'm anything overpowering. Don't do it. Like I said a minute ago, if you've got a you know mild candle that has a nice scent, but it's not overpowering, that's exactly what you want. So in other words, if you light a can- one candle in the kitchen, maybe it's a three wicker. Go with a three wicker. I don't care. But uh, you can even go with a two wicker. Uh, but if you you know light a candle in the kitchen, you should really only smell it in the kitchen. If you're smelling it upstairs in the bedroom or in the living room across the way, it's too it's too strong. So you want to you want to have it noticed, but not noticed, if that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. But avoid the evergreen. Avoid any scents that are going to overpower any of your guests coming into your home. Hugely important. And it sounds like such a tiny thing, but it is such a turnoff. Because also, and I've talked about this uh, in other po- podcasts prior. But it also makes it look like you're trying to mask some sort of, maybe it's a mold or a mildew smell or a pet odor smell. It gives the appearance that you're trying to maybe mask something else. So that's another reason you want to avoid these overpowering scents. Boy, the dogs next door are really having a good time, aren't they? Oh, boy. I don't understand. Can I just uh, go off on a tangent for a second? I don't understand if you're going to have dogs... As pets, I've got two dogs myself. One's kind of big, white, and fluffy. That's Holly. And the other's small, looking almost like a Chihuahua pincher mix. That's Maui. But if you're going to have dogs, why do you leave them outside all the time? Even in the dead of winter. It makes no sense to me. That's just my my thing. If you want to comment, like if you have a hunting dog or something, what great, I don't care. But I'm talking like in the middle of the city, if you have dogs be kind enough to have them inside your home instead of just leave them in the backyard. What's the point of having a dog? Anyway, uh, okay. Now the dog's quiet. I think the dog's listening to the podcast. That's nice. Okay, so (laughs) avoid the evergreen. Talked about that. Number two on the list of top tips for selling in the dead of winter, never decline a showing. Never. Now, this is a little bit different of a winter. Let me just put it that way, because in most areas of the country, it is a huge seller's market. I have a listing I put up uh, here in Reno uh, about two weeks ago, and within 24 hours, we had, I think it was 14 showings, and that's only because we had to stop taking showings because I was only allowing them every half hour because of COVID. So it is a huge seller's market. The minute you put something up, at least here and I know in many other parts of the country, the minute you put up a showing, it it just gets huge interest. Uh, so this season is a little, tiny bit different, but not not really when it comes to never declining a showing. But it's especially important in other seasons where it's a more balanced market. But declining showings is just a very simple way to to delay getting your home sold. Um, yeah, if stuff comes up, if emergencies come up, I get it. You may have to decline your showing request for you know Tuesday night at six or whatever. But if you just don't feel like leaving your house on Sunday afternoon because you were you had to be gone most of the day Saturday for showings. Buck up, buttercup, and get out. Go to the mall. Go to a movie. I don't care, but don't decline the showings. That's why your house is on the market. And this is especially important, I guess, this time. I can kind of reverse the thinking when it comes to, since it's such a seller's market, 
never decline a showing. Yeah, you can probably get away with it this time of year, but actually you're going to be on the market for such a short amount of time. You shouldn't be declining any showings because within a few, maybe a few days, maybe a few hours in some cases, uh, but it's the time on the market is much shorter lately because of the demand right now and the lack of supply really. But uh, but your house is on the market such a shorter time period that you have to deal with that nightmare for a much shorter time period. So deal with it. Like I said, buck up buttercup and just get on out. Also, don't stay. Don't stay. Like I, I would hope that your realtor would tell you if you you're if your realtor if you're selling a house and you're the your realtor should be telling you this, don't stay for showings. Get out. That is super uncomfortable. Uh, talk about not making uh, you feel welcome or cozy is when the owners are there. It is super bad, super awkward, and buyers only want to get the hell out of a house if someone is actually there that owns it. So, and it's not no renters, at least in Nevada, uh, it's illegal for us to show a home that has a a tenant inside uh, because of COVID. It's a long story, but that's a whole nother Oprah. But anyway, uh, never decline a showing. Just hugely important. It's. Um, it's a big no-no, and I hope that every realtor is um, really uh, driving that home with sellers because it's uh, it's a big problem. Some people are serial decliners, and they wonder why their house is on the market for six months. Okay, so uh, I'll stop talking about that now. Uh, <laughs> and the number one tip for selling your home in the dead of winter, I wish I had a drum. I wish I had a drum roll. I don't really have a drum roll. I should get a drum. Uh, the number one tip, though, is get rid of the snow and the ice. And this can be difficult, uh, mainly because I'm thinking of vacant homes, and there are a lot of them. But if you do have a home you want to sell, and it either is vacant or it's going to be vacant when you're uh, selling it, you need to make sure that that realtor is able to go to the home uh, on a regular basis to make sure, put down the ice or shovel the snow, whatever, shovel a path at least to make sure it's not dangerous for people. And the reason, it's super important regardless because you don't want to get sued by people coming to your house. But also uh, it resonates with me because the house my wife and I live in with our two small monsters and our two small doggies uh, that I've already talked about, Holly and Maui. Um, but our our uh, house, we looked at when my wife was seven months pregnant. Um, this is about four years ago. And it was in late January, maybe early February when we looked at this house. And we're in a higher elevation of Reno. And it had snow all over. And it was vacant. So it was literally almost impossible to get to the front door. It was like an adventure, and I obviously wasn't pregnant. Think of, I mean, I'm six foot three and can get around fine. Uh, I was almost on my hands and knees trying to get to the front door because there was so much ice and snow on the way up the path. So it's just, you don't want that. That's that's actually probably one of the factors why this house had not sold, and we happened to get it for a bargain. Uh, but, I mean, imagine a seven-month a seven a woman who is seven months pregnant I think that's probably the better way to put that a woman who is seven months pregnant trying to get up I mean it was it was insanity I we ended up having to open the I had to go in 
with the realtor. Then we went and opened the garage so she wouldn't have to trek up the, the rest of the stairs that had snow and ice. So she only had to do half the path. And I think she ended up going through the grass, through the neighbor's yard. It was a disaster. But anyway, the bottom line is get rid of the snow and ice. It is hugely dangerous. But it also, again, if you have uh, dangers trying to get in your home, talk about not feeling welcome. I mean, it just sends the wrong message, and it's and I get it, especially if the house is vacant, somebody trying to get in your home to potentially buy it. So there you go. The top five tips for selling your home in the dead of winter. The temp, the cozy factor, the smells, declining showings, and snow and ice. Those are your top tips. Hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, any homeowner in your life, please let them know about this podcast. We've done uh, quite a few episodes now. And we have a a kind of a a nice catalog of uh, shows that they can uh, check out. And matter of fact, let me look. I think we have, this is episode number 17, I do believe. So uh, thanks so much for listening. Certainly appreciate it. Tell a friend about the show. We would appreciate that as well. And we'll talk to you soon on our next episode of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. Look for new episodes of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price every Monday and click subscribe so they'll show up for you automatically and get on the right track to saving yourself a load of cash by making the right moves when you're ready to sell. And if you need help finding a quality real estate agent in your area, just contact Dave at www.justplaindave.com.